Yes. Doing that. When did you start first feeling like, gosh, I have all these stories. I need to write this down in one book. Did you immediately say yes to that when you felt that? Okay, well, first of all, it was always my dream. I wanted to, I loved Jesus so much. Mm. And I just wanted to tell more people about Jesus. And I had wanted to be a missionary overseas. Wow. And that's why when I said yes to get married and to be here, I I was really Mm. sad. But you know what, Liz? And this is one of my chapters is that God outdreams our dreams. Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of The Known Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Burns, and I'm so glad you're with us today. I had the absolute honor and privilege of interviewing my friend, Pam Mutz, and we talked all things dreaming and saying yes to Jesus. You are going to love it, so let's jump in. Welcome back to the Gnome Podcast, and it is my honor today to welcome a dear friend and a valued member of our community, somebody I honor. It's just my honor to have you here. Friends, welcome Pamela Metz to the podcast. Welcome! Thank you, Elizabeth. <laughs> uh oh. Okay. See, we talked about this. If if it should be Pamela or Pam, and now I'm a Liz, who's really an Elizabeth. But you know, it's it's your given name, your birth name, right? That's right. Liz. So yeah. Um. Welcome to the podcast. We're gonna get so much into your life, into everything you're going on. But can you give our listeners like a thirty second blurb of who you are? Sure. <laughs> I am a, like a wild girl. I was born and raised in Colorado. I absolutely love the outdoors. Ooh. And then uh, God called me out to California to go on staff with crew and I got placed. I put down no geographical preference. Wow. And God put me in Indian no place. Indianapolis, wow. which is actually an awesome city to raise your kids <laughs> no in. No place. And so uh I'm writing a book, but you'll have to hear the details of what happened. But I met my husband while in California, but then he was from Indiana. God, not randomly, right? (laughs) No, never. Placed me in Indianapolis where I was on staff and worked with high school students. Mm. And so we lived there, got married, lived there for 21 years. Wow. And then we moved to Lakeland, Florida for business. And so I've been here almost 27. Wow. And you are, okay, a mother of 12. And that's they, what you they guys, tell me. They, that's what they do. Yeah, I <laughs> probably don't know some days. And then get this, guys. She just told me a grandmother of 31. 31. And counting. And so. counting. First of all, just wherever you are, give her a round of applause. For that. I don't care if you're in your car, honk your horn. That is incredible, <laughs> so sister. We honor you. Um, I was just asking her about the holidays. I'm like, surely you cannot buy presents for 31. And she's like, Oh, absolutely not. So <laughs> that is incredible. Incredible. And then, Pam, my favorite question to ask everybody, what's the pet situation in your home? Oh, my goodness. I love animals so much. In fact, yes. growing up, my heart was for horses. And oh. my parents said, if you want a horse, buy it. What? I literally, from fifth grade, sixth grade on, started saving up every penny till I had $150. <laughs> my brother put 100 Aww. We bought my first horse for $250. Oh, wow. And I Liz, wonder what kind of horse you can get well, for 250 <laughs> Yeah, we got what we paid for. The horse yes. would only go backwards. It would not leave the stable. And so then I had to get a horse trainer that helped. Oh, and gosh. anyway, all that to say what's so funny about that is <laughs> I, I rode and showed horses in Colorado, oh. both English... Um, Two, there's two kinds of English as well as Western. No way. And then uh, when I met Bill, 
he had raised 21 horses. No way. Um, they had, yes, a farm for for saddlebreds. Okay, but you can't, I mean, I've seen this, but you don't have like a mini horse in your house. We do not. Do you have so dog In cats? my house. Yes. We have a mini Bernadoodle. Oh. I wish we had M-A-N-Y, many of them, but we have a mini <laughs> M-I-N-I. That's my kind of energy right yeah. there. Yeah, and then our daughter who travels all the time, she has a standard size Ooh. Bernadoodle, and so we've got a big gigantic one and a little medium sized one and they have a riot together oh, okay this is the, the kind of information like okay. our listeners are pet people we we like pets okay here. so wait till you hear this let me hear okay <laughs> one year on and good housekeeping i saw this beautiful cover on this magazine yeah and it had this girl dressed in green and she's holding a dalmatian oh. who had this big red bow and i was like oh bell please and he's like pam please okay so we got a beautiful dalmatian yeah which they're a little crazy but fit perfectly in our household and actually our dog had not 101 but 69 dalmatian puppies and four litters the largest litter was 19 so when people would come to our house they said we are not going to drink your water holy Okay, you guys do not do anything small over there. Like, I just feel like, okay, and this is kind of, it's a perfect segue because what I brought you on today to talk about was, you know, at Access Right Now, we're in this series called Dream Year. And we always say it can be your best year ever if it's your best year spiritually. But, you know, this idea that so many people are sitting on dreams and like, I think it starts at some point in your life with a saying yes to the Lord. Do you remember a moment, whether you were a child, whether it was later in life, where you truly felt, because it doesn't happen overnight that your husband says yes to being the mayor, that you say yes to being a mother to 12. That's correct. Was there that first moment where you said, yes, I'm saying yes to the Lord? Okay. Oh, my goodness. This is such an amazing question. Because, all right, the book that I'm writing is called The 12 Things I Learned When I Gave Up Birth Control. (laughs) The power of a surrendered heart. Yeah, And really, I don't know if we'll stick with that title or not. Yeah. But one of my main points is every little yes of surrender to God wow. matters. Wow. And so when I go back and I look at my yeses, yes, I knew that Jesus was my Savior when I was little. Wow. Yes, I chose to get baptized mm. in the Jordan River when I was 19 years old. Yes, I chose to live differently than a lot of people at mm. college. And sometimes it was so lonely. Yeah. I did not want to get married married till I was like 28 but Bill came into my life <laughs> and um he's a salesman so what can I say <laughs> you were sold <laughs> and um but it was hard that was mm. probably one of the hardest things in my life Liz which sounds crazy because people are like oh I can't wait to get married I'm mm. so in love and it's like not me I wanted to be overseas I wanted mm. to travel and it's like here God put this man in my life but I knew mm. that it was God's man for me and wow. finally I I Put, I put myself in surrender and was like, yes, wow. Lord. And then I said, babies are ugly. They all look alike. Who would want one? <laughs> I think we're just going to use that as your quote from this show, by the way. Babies are ugly, quote, Pam Mutz. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I knew nothing about them. Yeah, I had babysat once oh in my, my life. Because what? I was with horses. They were so yeah. much safer and yeah. more fun than boys and all that. No so, diapers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and so um, my doctor whose name was Dr. Billy Graham, when I... <laughs> no. Yes. Wait, his name was Billy Graham? Yes. Of course, Just it wasn't incidentally, that Billy Graham, yeah. but everybody believes Billy Graham, right? No way. He told me I'd have a difficult time getting pregnant because wow. I just like never had my period. Mm. So when we went on our honeymoon, 
a month after we'd no. been home, I was like, what is wrong with me? No. I feel so sick. And so guess what? <laughs> I think I probably even went to a Planned Parenthood. I didn't even know wow. about like all this baby stuff. And the lady goes, you're pregnant. What do you want to do about it? And I said, well, have the baby, of course. Yeah. And so, but I had to get down on my knees, Liz. Mm. And so when we're talking about that, yes, of mm. surrender, and I just put my hands up in the air and I said, God, I didn't want to get married right. at 23 Ugh. and then have this baby at 24. But yeah. God, I just surrender to you because I believe that you yeah. know what's best in my life. Yeah. And you're sovereign. Yeah, sometimes I feel like the surrender comes easy. Like, you know, giving my life to the Lord. I thought, oh, that's easy. You know, he he's the best. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And then there's sometimes where it almost feels a little bit like a forced surrender, <laughs> where the circumstances are saying you're going to either fight and be very frustrated, or you're going to surrender and find yeah. that God's way is the best way. But what is it about us humans that sometimes it can take a turn or two or 10 or 12 before we understand that, that like, why am I fighting him on this? Have you found that for yourself? Yes. And I, well, I think when I go back, I would say one of the plumb lines of my life is the character of God. Mm. And when we understand who God is, mm. that he loves us, that he has a plan for our yeah. life and that he, he wants to bless us and he's just asking us to trust him. Wow. That's all. Just wow. trust him. But that's why we need to know the character of God. And so, Liz, the th most major part in my life, I would say, is the consistency of being in God's word wow. and believing God will do what he says. Mm. And I have so many stories that just come to mind wow. with that. Um, you oh, said my true. husband was the mayor. Yes, he is. <laughs> and so I'm just going to jump ahead 30 years or so. But it was pretty amazing because I was actually in my daughter's backyard in Indianapolis visiting. And the Lord spoke to me, and I said, I, I told Bill, I said, Bill, I just feel like God told me that if you ever wanted to become mayor, what? then um, I just want you to know that I'll support you. No way. And he's like, I have no political bone in my body. So this had <laughs> never occurred to him. This is just no. dropped in you by the Holy Spirit. Yes. But meanwhile, some businessmen, three or four businessmen had asked him to go to lunch wow. and said, Bill, we want you to run for mayor. And he started laughing. No He's way. Like, he said, I'm a businessman. I'm not political. Okay, first of all, side note, I love that about a godly marriage that the Lord speaks it to both of you. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just you being called into that life that he confirmed it with you too. I love that. I'm yeah. sorry, go on. I, that, that just, I just well, love that side note that when you are really both seeking after God, he will intertwine the marriage like that. I love that. Yes. So, um, the next meeting he was called to, it was, I don't know, 50 or 100 men that were there. And they were like, Bill, we want you to run for mayor. Oh Have you been praying about it? And he said, well, my wife has. <laughs> and so somebody very influential in our community mm. had met with him and said that. And he said, so what does Pam say? And he goes, told him the story, what I just told you about <laughs> praying. So he slammed his notebook shut oh. and he said, well, that's all done. If Pam's already <laughs> prayed about it. So anyway, so wow. that was saying yes. Yeah. And Bill will say out of everything he's done in his life, the culmination of his whole business career, mm. volunteering on over 21 boards, which women listen to that, mm. that's being faithful and saying yes to that first board, mm. that second board. Wow. Anyway, all the way through. And so God was grooming him wow. to get into the place where he wanted to serve wow. all people in our city. I think it's so good you mentioned that because, you know, in Jason's message yesterday, he said, first of all, you have no long 
no idea how long your dream will take. And he talked about <gasps> Joseph, you know, going from the pit that his brothers yes. threw him in to yes. being second in command was like 29 years, you know, like the thing of it. Yes. And I think sometimes I meet younger people, Pam, and I see them and they're like, I want to graduate. I want to immediately out of college, make 80 a year. You know what? I'm laughing because yeah. <laughs> I'm going, well, I remember my first job out of college. But, you know, I think sometimes we despise the small steps and we think I'm supposed to be way further than I am now. And yet... Jason said yesterday, sometimes success in God's eyes is just obedience. Isn't it mm, that saying yes. yes, that obedience to God and saying, I, tomorrow I don't have to say I want to change the whole world. I just have to wake up and say, what is it today, Lord? Yes. You know, But that can be discouraging, I think, to people when they imagine themselves further than they would or they have a dream that has not come to fruition. What for you in those moments when it was not what it is now? Like what kept you going? What was, you know, when it was feeling like, Lord, I know you put this dream in my heart, but where is it? Has there been anything in those moments that just kept you going? Oh my goodness, yes. I just feel like you're in my body, Liz, oh. just speaking. Um, I remember being home. I'm going to backtrack to uh, how we ended up trusting God mm -hmm. in this way for our children. So after Carrie had been born, it's like God woke a nurturing gene up in me. Wow. I didn't even know existed. From and babies so, are ugly to, yes. yes. <laughs> wow, I can't believe what it's so cool to be a mom. Yeah. And so nine months later, I was like, this is amazing. So I went to my uh, Dr. Billy Graham. <laughs> I love it. And everybody believes Dr. Billy Graham, right? Yeah, I and I it. told him he was wrong. I did get pregnant. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and so at my six weeks checkup, my doctor said, Pam, you probably, you and Bill need to talk about birth control and what you want to do. And I said, oh, okay. Yeah. So I went home and I said, Bill, um, what do you want to do about birth control? <laughs> and he looked at me and he said, well, trust God, of course. <laughs> I said, wait a minute, what did you say? Have you been reading a book? Did somebody talk to you? Did yeah. you read the comics? Yeah, what yeah. are you talking about? And so he said, no. And I said, well, I will pray about it for a month and then I will get back with wow. you. And so Liz, what I love is God's word is our mm. real actual plumb line Amen. of truth. Amen. And that's why I need to go back to him because what's popular in the culture today wasn't popular in the Bible times and vice mm. versa. Because what does scripture say? It says children are a blessing. Yes. They're such a blessing. And so I as I, I would meet women that wanted to get pregnant that couldn't mm. and women that couldn't that did. And just amazing stories wow. that the Lord began knitting and weaving yes. into my life, in my faith life. Wow. And so I got on my knees. I was like, okay, God, I, I'm going to choose to trust you. Wow. Uh, yeah. And it, it, it's, you're so right because you and I talked about this briefly before we started rolling, how the Word of God is alive. So I'm 40 and I've read through the Bible cover to cover probably five, six times. But I'm doing it again this year. Why? Well, because every time I do, something speaks to me. And the Lord knows that on Thursday, I'm going to need this Word. And He is so intentional. And Gosh, I love that about our God, that he is so intentional. But you're right. It's his word. It, it keeps us going. And the dream, you know, I think the big difference is to, uh, and Jason has spoken on this so eloquently, but when your dream is just about you, it dies very quickly. When you mm, have a dream that good. will benefit others, that will bless others, well, God's hand can get behind that because it is the way he seeks. You know, we, we say, well, the Lord said, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Well, when your desires become his desires. <laughs> and I think that's the difference. When our dream is of God, we don't even have to stress because it's his dream, right? He will take care of it. How many times have I said about this church? It's his church. He has to 
pay the bills. He has to take care of it, right? It can't be us um, doing that. When did you start first feeling like, gosh, I have all these stories. I need to write this down in one book. Did you immediately say yes to that when you felt that? Well, first of all, it was always my dream I wanted to, I loved Jesus so much, mm. and I just wanted to tell more people about Jesus, and I had wanted to be a missionary overseas, wow. and that's why when I said yes to get married and to be here, I I was really mm. sad, but you know what, Liz, and this is one of my chapters, is that God outdreams our dreams, Ooh. and I feel like I could cry right now yes. because, you know what? My I just think you need to say that again. God, God out dreams your dreams. Ooh, so my dream was to marry some word. backpacker in Colorado <laughs> and hike the mountains, right? And like God's like, mm, mm. no, Pam, let's pick something wow. bigger. And so it was lonely being at home with wow. these little children. Wow. I mean, Liz, so lonely. And yes, I had some friends, but then as we kept having kids and my friends that I had our first kids with, their kids were now in junior high or high school, and I was still yeah. changing diapers. Yeah, yeah. And I even, you know, our oldest daughter was in college. In fact, I, you guys, you wish you could see Liz. She's so beautiful. Oh, please. She oh, could please. actually be my daughter because I oh, just please. turned 69, and that listen, girl's 40, and my oldest listen, daughter's listen, 42 uh, or if 3. If you could see Pam, you'd say, uh, there's no way she's 69, first of all. <laughs> okay, but go on. But anyway, and so there were so many times when it was lonely. Yes. And so, you know, I just, mm. we sent you our special Christmas card, yes, which yes. is a picture of everybody in our family. And we're yes. only doing this every five years because yes. it's so much work. But I go back to the days of when mm. I remember Bill's, um, my father um, said, are you trying to make a broodmare out of my, my daughter? <laughs> and then my father-in-law was meeting with, met with Bill's accountability partner, who was a urologist, mm. and said, I'll pay you $10,000 to put him on the table. <laughs> oh my gosh, no way. Yeah, so that was within our family. Wow. So there were other times when I would see women leaning over and whispering, and I knew exactly what they Aww. were saying as we were unloading our van, Aww. and unloading our van, and wow. unloading, you know. And kept going and <laughs> yes. going. Yeah. And so I was like, what is, mm. one of my strengths is that I really, I don't care what people think. I just want to do what God thinks. Come on. And so that has not been um, a struggle for me. But what has been a struggle, going back to your question, is I felt like, yes, for years, that the Lord wanted me to write all Mm. this down. And I was like, I'm not a writer. Mm. And then you know what, Liz? Some people asked to stay in our house. And we kind of have revolving doors in our house because... Nobody lives at our home anymore except for Emma, our youngest, mm-hmm. who has Down syndrome, mm-hmm. and she's 23. And so this young couple from Southeastern asked if they could live in our house while they found a place to live. Wow. And so they thought it would be a week. Well, it ended up being three months. <laughs> wow. And guess what she does? <gasps> oh, She was actually the ghostwriter for one of the what? colleges. Oh, my God. Here. And so I was like, Oh, could you what? Could you write all this? Yeah. So anyway, she began with that whole wow. outline and really gave us the bones and the framework for the book. Oh, everything. Okay, first of all, I mean, I feel like you are preaching, and I feel like everything you're saying is so good because two things. Number one, you mentioned the critics, and that is so sadly why so many people have given up 
on their dream because someone criticized, someone said something, and we allow people that shouldn't have a voice in our life mm. to have a voice, whereas the Lord is saying, hey, this is the way. Walk ye in it. If we'll just get that tunnel vision and focus on what you said. But also, you got a ghostwriter in your house because you said yes Oh yeah, to someone staying in your yes. house. And isn't that our God that... You don't know just a moment, you know, so we say, oh, I think, I think, you know, God's will for my life has to come about this way. Well, I went to college and I expected to meet my husband. I didn't. Well, God must not have done it. You don't, your husband could be walking through the door. You don't know. You know, well, I thought I was going to have children this way. God, there's a single mom somewhere who, you know, someone who's ready to give adoption that, that you're going to be their mother. You don't know what God exactly. is preparing. So I love that one of these, you know, coming to fruition of one of your dreams of writing came about because of a yes that didn't look like. It would have had anything to do with that. And so that is just such a good lesson for our listeners, Pam, because they need to hear, you know, sometimes you go, I'm not going to say yes to that. That doesn't, you know, further my ultimate goals or dreams. Well, you just say yes to Jesus and he will guide and direct your steps better than you ever could, better than you ever could. I mean, I know that's been true in my life and clearly been true in yours and like, we have a short podcast, so I have to give you one more question. But I mean, I feel like I could talk to you forever. Will you please come back first yes. of all? Okay, because you are, I mean, I know everybody listening is like me, like we cannot wait to get this book. Okay, because all these stories are incredible. But to our listener today, Pam, who is not listening accidentally, friends, you're never listening accidentally. We believe we pray over this podcast. We believe God had you in mind. Someone who is saying, I have this dream, but I see no way how this is going to come about. What would you say to them today? I'm so glad you asked that. And I'm going to use this illustration from our oldest daughter mm. who wanted to have this large family and then she couldn't get pregnant because she had mm. endometriosis. Mm. And then through IVF, she finally did get pregnant on their third IVF. Wow. And then at 21 weeks had preeclampsia and lost the baby. Oh, Lord. And so I just want to say, those of you who are listening, who are going through this, it's so tragic. Mm. It's so disappointing when yes. you think, God's called me to be a mom. Yes. But it's not coming about. Come on. And that is one of the things that makes Bill and I the saddest. And so I just want to say that God loves you. Yes. And I don't understand why that is, but mm -hmm. he has a plan for you. Amen. And so Carrie, they ended up adopting two kids from Russia, which is my oldest granddaughter. Whoa. Her name's Kate, and she's just the cutest thing. Whoa. And she um, is is going to be a freshman at a college next year. Wow. And then Carrie had twins through a surrogate. Wow. And then they had some things to work on in their marriage. And then 10 years later, had baby Jack out of that those same uh, no frozen way. eggs. No way. And one of the twins goes, you mean my brother, brother's been frozen like a turkey <laughs> for 10 years? <laughs> so Kids are amazing. Yeah. yeah. And then um, they had two more embryos because they said that's life that wow. we need to use, but yeah. they did not take. So wow. I don't know how God's going to make your family. Yes. I don't know if it's through adoption, if it's through IVF, mm -hmm. if it's through a neighbor, if it's through a kid in Sunday school class mm. that you're teaching. But God has a plan for you. Yes. And I just think we cannot outdream those dreams that mm. God has for us. Ooh. Pam, I am I could cry too. This has been a God ordained discussion. And friends, don't let the discussion end here today. As always, if you want to keep this discussion going, reach out. We are here. We're here to talk 
don't let the dream die. And what I want to leave you with is what Pam said today. You can't outdream God and he won't be outdreamed. Pam, thank you for coming today. I am I feel so blessed and lifted by this conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please come back and and be with us. And Liz, I have to say what I'm having to say to yes now mm. is to say no to some other things Ooh. so that I can focus on getting this book done. Wow. Because what I don't like to do is sit still and <laughs> sit yeah. in a chair, but that's what I need to do. So, wow. yes. That's a I'm, word right I'm there. Really Sometimes grateful. saying yes and saying no is just as much, right? Yeah, because you've got to wow. say no somewhere so you can say yes somewhere else. So, okay. Pam anyway. is Pam is preaching fire right now. Okay, listen, I think we need to have her back like immediately. So, <laughs> Pam, thank you for being with us. And we will be back with more of The Known Podcast. Thanks for the privilege. God loves you. Wow, what an incredible conversation with my friend Pam. I know I left that conversation just challenged. I hope you feel challenged today to know that you can dream, but you can never outdream God. Listen, if you want to reach us, if we could do anything to help you, never hesitate to reach out. You can find us on Instagram at Known Ladies. You could subscribe, like, do all those things, but we're here for you, and we want you to never forget that you are known and loved by God. We'll see you next week.